Well, thank you very much. Um, good evening, everyone, um, here at the church and also at uh, online. Um, I thank you uh, for the opportunity that I have to uh, uh, speak to the uh, congregations. And uh, uh, today, I'm going to share about um, um, pain and service. Um, I want to ask you so something: uh, Who likes pain? <laughs> who wants pain? If you want some pain, I can help you with that. Before I start, I'd like to thank uh, everyone uh, that has been a Christian for most of their life, right? Uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, um, um, receiving uh, uh, people uh, like me, uh, addicts that came at one point through these doors, and all that uh, I received was acceptance, right? Uh, that was about 22 years ago or something like that. Uh, so thank you. You are certainly faithful servants of the Lord. What is pain? I like to always look at uh, um, uh, at uh, things from the world perspective as well, because that's where we live. We live in the world, right? Uh, pain, according to the dictionary, is a physical uh, suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. Uh, pain can range from throbbing, pinching. Uh, stinging, burning, or just feel sore kind of pain, right? Uh, but also pain can be brutal at times. Um, science divides uh, pain in, in, in different categories. Uh, we have acute pain, we have chronic pain, nociceptive pain, uh, neuropathic pain, functional pain, um, but they don't, uh, they don't mention um, two other uh, factors that are very, very important, which is consequences and the spiritual separation with, from God. I don't really care how science looks at pain or what categories they, they, uh, they put it on. Um, I can tell you from my own experience that pain can bend anybody's knees, and it doesn't matter how, how strong you are. Uh, pain can uh, destroy your will of living. Uh, pain can shatter your hope. Um, it can break anyone. It doesn't matter how strong you think you are. Pain can, can bring you to your knees uh, with no exceptions. Uh, there was a Chinese torturer and, uh, in the uh, Second World War uh, called the water drip. Uh, just water dripping on your forehead, it'll bend a person, it'll break a person. Uh, a river, a river can shape stones uh, like beautiful sculptures. And that doesn't mean that the rock is, is weak. With that same rock, you can be killed. Um, so it's, it's, it's nothing to do with strength, right? Uh, medication. Medication takes the pain away. That's great. Uh, but the side effects can be horrendous sometimes. Um, more often than not, I am struggling with emotions when I take medication. I feel help, helplessly drowning in a storm, um, shouting to my Lord, why? Why do I have to go through this, Lord? Uh, calm the storm, lift me up higher than the waves, or take me home. Um, but this pain that I just mentioned is uh, cannot compare to the consequences of your actions. It cannot compare to the pain of separation from God. Uh, pain is not always negative. It's not all negative as well. Uh, pain has pos positive attributes, um, and um, it can uh, show you humility. Uh, it keeps you humble. Um, when you live with pain, you have to slow down and you have to accept it. Uh, it gives you character. Um, 
it makes you adaptable as your illness progresses. Um, one has to change his lifestyle. Uh, it also allows you to feel compassion. This compassion is not the easiest thing to, uh, uh, to receive all the time when you have to be receiving and receiving it, right? Uh, love and empathy. Um, since you know what, what pain does to your body, you can understand other people that are suffering. And when I, when I tell someone I understand your pain, I mean it because I know what it's like. But this is all great. This is all uh, information that we find on, on Google and on, on, on any book. But it's missing the word God, right? All of this is missing God. Like that, what I just mentioned about all of the things, is great to know, but has no power, right? Uh, God has a purpose, even in the pain. And to know the power of God, we must accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. We need to know God for, um, for God is for us and is not against us. Deuteronomy 31 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You can change that word because of them. You can say, afraid or terrified of the pain. Afraid or terrified of what's coming next. Right? Uh, but just knowing that God is with us should give us comfort. God is with me. He's with you. Because you guys know, know Christ. All the time. Not just now. He goes with us all the time. Um, and this brings peace and comfort to, to, to my heart. Uh, a person that is in pain, what is that he seeks the most is comfort, to be comforted, you know, and uh, 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 to be helped, right? God has played a big role in my life for the last 22 years. He has helped me to, in understanding and learning how to live with, with pain, how to lean on him, um, allow him to comfort us, how to walk with him. As a man, you know, I'm always trying to fix things. I'm always trying to, uh, I, I think, you know, I, I'm, it's my responsibility to fix things, but it's not, right? This is a, a, a bigger uh, problem, right? Uh, and, and only God can, can, can help me. I used to feel that this pain was senseless and useless. I saw no hope whatsoever. The reason why I had a long uh, drug addiction career but today, I feel there is hope, and there is light at the end of the tunnel, and there is a purpose for my pain. Second Corinthians, uh, verse, uh, 2 Corinthians first, um, verses 3 to 5, he says, Praise be to God, and praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in, in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so our comfort abounds through Christ. And I want to emphasize in what he says here, um, in, uh, just in the middle of verse 4, so that we can comfort those in any trouble. He is preparing us for a ministry to helping other people. This pain is not useless. 
if we, if we can give our testimony, we can help other people that are in the same situation as us by giving them the gospel. Not just for our own comfort, right? Uh, I, mean, I would not bring glory to God if I, would knew, if, if I would not do the things I do while I'm in pain to bring glory to him. Right? He wants me to do that. Who understands the pain of, lo- of losing a wife but those who have lost a wife or a child or a brother? Who understands what it's like to struggle with addictions if it's not someone else who has been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb? Proverbs 27, 17 He says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I started saying that to know the power of God, we need to come to accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. Without belonging to him, without being saved, without being born again, then Psalm 23 has no meaning. It brings us no comfort. For uh, Psalm 23 in verse 4, he says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So the Lord is walking through us, even when we are in pain, and he's comforting us. He, is, he wants us to lean on him. You see, I, I was reading on Psalm 23 at, at the beginning. It talks or refers to God as a third person. He uh, leads me to uh, the green pastures. He guides me. He, right? Uh, but then on, on starting on verse 4, it, be, it becomes personal. It says, you, right? Uh, that means that I have come to know uh, the Lord. Notice that Second Corinthians in Psalm 23, we, also, we find the word comfort. God comforts comes in our solitude, in our quiet time. He comes in our times of suffering, not to take the circumstances away, but to comfort us and to, uh, and to give us direction. He wants us to know that he is God, and he wants us to lean on him. Come here, my son, let me comfort you. Those are the voices that sometimes I hear in my head. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. The Lord is the only medication we need. Uh, we were talking about uh, um, outside, about a back operation. And I was telling the brothers that, you know, I would never get a back operation. I don't believe in that, right? Uh, all I need is, is God that gives me the strength. When you find yourself alone and hopeless, he, whips, he whispers to us, I am here, son. I never left your side. It's like the wind when it brushes against our hair. Well, I don't have much hair right now, but it brushes our hair. We don't see the wind, but we know it's there, right? Uh, we should also feel the love of God. We cannot see it, but we feel it. I believe in Jesus Christ because he died for me. He died for you so that we can have life in fullness. At the cross, Jesus shouted before dying, it is finished in John 19.30. So there is no war to fight. Now because what he has done for us, we put all our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and him alone. We don't trust in Trudeau or in our careers or not even our ministry work, but just in Jesus Christ alone. 
We find, sometimes when I find myself whining about the, my pain and wanting to take another morphine pill, because uh, believe me, brothers and sisters, you know, there are some times that I want to take a couple and maybe more. Um, I think about, the, the, about Jesus, how he had to endure or he prepared himself for, to endure this pain when he pleaded with his father at Gethsemane. My father, if it's possible, might, might, may this cup be taken from me. He know the pain that he was going to, going to suffer. And uh, Jesus promised us in this world, you will find trouble. There's no fight to war, no war to fight anymore. Just our daily struggles that we have. In John 16, 33, he says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the, the, the world. And I want to finish with my first, my, 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 the best story in the Bible that uh, it really encourages me. And uh, the reason why I do the things I do is in Mark, Jesus heals a demon-possessed man. He says, when they arrive to the other side of the lake, Jesus just calmed the, the storm before in chapter 4. So the disciples just learned that this guy can speak to uh, storms, speak to the wind, and, and the wind, and it'll, it'll obey. In the region of the Heresines, uh, when Jesus climbed off out of the boat, a man possessed by, by evil spirit came out of the tombs to meet him. The man lived in burial ca caves and could no longer be restrained, even, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as often as he, he was, he snapped the chains from his wrist and smashed his shackles. No one was able to, no one, no one was strong enough to subdue him. Let's jump to verse 18. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had the demon possessed begged to go with him. But Jesus said, no, go home to your family and tell, him, tell them everything that the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started, to, started off to visit the ten towns and the, and of the region and began to proclaim the great things that Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. God wants us to seek him through our pains and tribulations. Through our weakness, his power is made perfect. And we can bring glory to him. The Bible tells us that in the end, in, in uh, Revelations, there will be no more suffering. This suffering will be eclipsed by the power of the resurrection. We will be in the presence of the Lord and will suffer no more. In the meantime, there's a lot of things we need to do. Thank you, brothers and sisters. <laughs>